It is an unfortunate fact that the elderly are taken advantage of every day. While the estate planning and government assistance laws are quite complex and ever-changing, how do you keep track of them all? Through elder law attorney Michael Cohen. He's there for you to answer any of your planning questions in a way that you and your loved ones will easily understand. Mike has devoted his entire career to dutifully informing and protecting our parents and grandparents, aunts and uncles, anyone in need. Join us now to learn more about estate planning essentials with Michael Cohen and co-host Don Crawford Jr. Here now are Michael and Don. And once again, I welcome you to another Estate Planning Essentials program, honorably dedicated to seeking ways to protect your family, your assets, and you. And I'm sitting with our expert, our attorney, who should be your attorney. I say it every program. I still believe it will probably for the rest of my life. And his name is Michael Cohen. Hello, Michael. Hi, Don. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Spring, summer's in the air, something's in the air where it's nice and warm and allergies are kicking in beautifully, Michael. <laughs> I have those. Yes, so we, I think we all do. Goodness, every morning at 4 a.m., I was talking to producer Chris about getting up early and I didn't mention that I get hammered by those allergies and have to blow my nose and those kinds of things before I can sit down and start devotions and, re- and drink coffee and walk Oreo and all those things. So um, it's the good with the bad, but the good certainly um, outweighs it for sure. Today, Michael, uh, we are in person for the first time in, my goodness, two and a half years, I think. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's it's so good to be back in studio. We had been doing these, as you know, by phone, uh, but it's really great to be back and see you in person again Mm -hmm. and be back in uh, the saddle, as they say. Well said. Yeah, I'm glad to be in the saddle, too, and to be facing you in the studio doing this excellent program that we've been doing five or ten years now and helping these listeners for free when it comes to government assistance, estate planning, etc. And today will be no exception. And today we want to talk about, I'm just going to use the acronym because you used it with me. And I'm not even sure what it stands for, but we want to discuss NFTs and how they affect our listeners. Well, you know, I think it's something that's new that we'll be seeing more and more of as time goes by, just like on any uh, cryptocurrency. And the answer to your question, by the way, NFT stands for non-fungible tokens. Fungible, okay. Non-fungible tokens. And so, um, you know, although I will say that I'm not risky enough to invest in either cryptocurrency or NFTs, a lot of people are, and including a lot of famous people, and a lot of people are taking advantage of it. We saw recently that the Dallas Cowboys became the uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, you know, the, you know, Jerry Jones is going to make a, no matter what, he, <laughs> he has a sponsor, the official crypto, you know, really? whatever. Oh, you know, yeah, okay. yeah. So uh, it's getting to be more. And we saw even at the Super Bowl, he had all those ads for cryptocurrency. All right. You know, so it's getting to be that probably sometime in our lifetime, uh, it'll be what we see uh, all the time. I mean, we're seeing it cryptocurrency already on um, a lot of people's estate planning. People, even if they just have a little bit, uh, we're seeing, uh, I, I must have had at least uh, four or five people this week that as part of their estate was cryptocurrency. Now, NFTs use cryptocurrency. So let me kind of explain what an NFT is. 
It's a non-fungible token, and it's really an image, a digital image in which you get a certificate of authenticity. Now, like I said, a lot of people are getting into this uh, to show you, like Tom Brady, uh, who we were talking about before the show. Tom Brady not only is going to be at this new broadcaster where he's making a lot of money, a lot of money, but he's also the co-chair of bringing an NFT platform called Autograph that was announced last month. Okay, so and. Mark Cuban invested in a company called Crypto Slam, which is a, a collab, collectibles data aggregator. Uh, so a lot of people that are famous. In fact, there was some digital artist, uh, and I'm not familiar with digital artists. Maybe you are, but uh, there was one that sold from uh, that they had their artwork, and they sold that artwork for like sixty nine million dollars wow. for the non fungible tokens. And what was the Picture of the artwork. I, I, I like Marilyn to see Monroe that. Or? Yeah, well, I, well, that the Andy Warhol thing that right. you just said. So, uh, no, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure what that digital artwork was. In fact, that's what got me into this thing uh, or the topic today. I had a client last week for the, and this is the first time on an NFT. Uh, his wife, who unfortunately uh, now has Alzheimer's. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we hope that people will join our walk team, and it's not until November, but uh, uh, it's a very good cause, of course, the Alzheimer's Association. Sure. But the what happened is she no longer um, was able to do any of her artwork, but she was a very good artist, and what they're planning on doing after she passes is using her artwork as an image to sell. Now, when you sell... Uh, these images. It's not as valuable as the original artwork. It's an image. So usually it'll be like collectibles, like um, uh, trading cards or um, autographs or some sort of sports memorabilia or whatever, uh, or artwork, uh, as we just mentioned. Mm -hmm. And so you get this image, but it could only be bought on the blockchain. Okay. okay, so that's that cryptocurrency, and the most common one I th- believe that people use to buy uh, this, this, I- these NFTs is Ethereum. Again, I there's lots of different types of cryptocurrency. Most people hear of Bitcoin, mm-hmm. uh, but there's lots of different ones, and apparently Ethereum, uh, and I may mispronounce it, mm-hmm. but that's the one that's used most often as far as non-fungible tokens in FT. So what if I wanted to buy Bitcoins, because I know nothing about this, I don't invest, I don't gamble to do any of that stuff, but if would I just go to Bitcoin.com and they would walk me through buying Bitcoins to invest? Well, you could, any any you know, it's hard to... To um, it's not hard to buy Bitcoin, from uh-huh. what I understand. But you have to. What the whole idea is all this privacy. Uh-huh. It's all this. You have to go through all sorts of dif- different things. And the key thing is these uh, pass keys that you have to keep in a very safe place because and you have to give instructions to whoever your agent is or your uh, executor would be. So hmm. a lot of times when we do estate planning, we might say, we well, we're giving instructions. I know I was talking to a client this week, uh, and he had, he said, oh, if I lost, I had to go through like 15 steps to get a new pass key or password, whatever. It's a lot of security. Uh, there had been a big case, as we talked about on a radio show um, Probably, oh, I don't remember if it was April or March. We talked. To, we had one of our shows. By the way, all our shows for those who are interested in this 
are on podcast, uh, probably at least on our website, which is Dallas elderlawyer.com, dallaselderlawyer.com. So we normally, a lot of these shows that we do, uh, all the shows that we do, we have a podcast, and then often I write an article about them. So I'll be writing probably an article about NFTs. Anyway, so um, the bottom line is you you buy the the Bitcoin. People think of it as really as an investment, although unfortunately for many people who have these things, especially with all the advertising, and so people want to be part of something new. They, um, you know, it's it's gone down. I see. <laughs> but I'm not saying I'm not telling people to invest or not to invest. That's up to you. Uh, it is something that's really popular because it's new, and we think it's going to be something that will happen more and more as time goes by. I, I could envision a time when there won't be uh, maybe dollars and cents. Uh, there may be all Bitcoins for all I know. It may be not that way fully in our lifetime, but right. I, th- I imagine at some point in the future that it won't be unusual that that's the way it is. Wow, that's that's scary. It sounds a little dangerous. Um, I like the old-fashioned way of doing things, whether it's doing our radio program face-to-face, meaning in person, or just having cash on hand or mattress money, as they call it. But I've seen Bitcoin go extremely high. I say, well, that's great for those investors. Maybe they're onto something here. But then I saw just last week, it's down 60% and people are losing yeah. their homes. Yeah, no, I I mean, on we've had a couple different cases. I had uh, somebody in this week and I, cause I asked him, can you, can you see what your investments are worth on a daily basis? <laughs> and he had, you have an actual <laughs> app and he showed me, oh, he bought this for 75,000. By the way, it's now worth 25,000. And uh, so yeah. it, it, just like what you were saying, mm-hmm. it, go, it fluctuates greatly. It fluctuates greatly. And so um, anyway, uh, and it gets interesting how they're doing things from a tax perspective mm-hmm. and things like that. I wonder, and, I wanted to ask you if, with Bitcoin and the NFTs in general, um, these companies in which you invest, are they privately owned like the Tom Brady one and Mark Cuban? They're all private, right? Well, it, well, there's different. I don't know the answer if all of them are private or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, I, They're having these new platforms. I do not know. Well, I guess I mean people invest this like it's like the stock market almost. Right. You could, in fact, uh, yes, just yesterday, uh, we were uh, we had a case, a Medicaid case. So it wasn't somebody wealthy; it was somebody who had limited means. But a lot of people are buying uh, Bitcoin or something like that, some sort of cryptocurrency. And usually, there's lots of different types of cryptocurrency. And so, uh, for Medicaid, for when somebody's going, let's say, into a nursing home, you have to show what the assets are. They take a picture of the assets when somebody either goes into a hospital or a nursing home, and that's the snapshot picture. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to show what the value is. Well, it's not like something that's posted on the stock market that you can look at the daily newspaper, but you can find out um, what it's worth. You could There's different apps, or you could just type it in and say, okay, um, Manic or whatever the type of uh, coin or whatever it is, the investment was has you have X amount of interest, five point one three four shares or something like that. Maybe okay. not say the term shares, but the amount of uh, units, let's say, and then you could look at the value. And there's even these uh, apps, uh, Coinbase. Uh, 
recommends different apps, uh, and, and and you could check on a daily basis the your investment, and so to speak, uh, just like you could a uh, stock. Uh, but it's now done by apps, and then so like on NFTs, it could only be. Non-fungible tokens can only be bought by cryptocurrency by on the blockchain, okay. and so it's this is this new technology that uh, we're seeing, and a lot of people. I mean, the investments have been up like three hundred percent in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So a lot more people are doing this, and so now as a result, that's why we're talking about it here today because it's kind of new, mm-hmm. and even though most of us probably the great majority of us don't even maybe even know what an NFT is or haven't seen one. I haven't seen one, mm-hmm. uh, but we have to be aware of what may be happening in the future. And so I even told uh, uh, one of the attorneys at my office, his wife is an artist. She unfortunately has Parkinson's, mm-hmm. uh, but she has beautiful artwork. I said, hey, you might want to, uh, you don't, I know you don't want to sell your wife's artwork, but you may want to consider having this digital image, Mm -hmm. which people could buy as far as crypto, with cryptocurrency, Mm -hmm. because, and and have it as part, um, whether it's part of your, her, well, she hadn't died yet, but she's latter stages of Parkinson's, Mm -hmm. but the, that you could use and perhaps, so where you could keep the artwork, obviously it's not going to be as valuable as the original artwork, but you might, you know, be able to utilize this just like on anything, any image, just like uh, whether it's a, you know, uh, an image of a famous person. Uh, you know, you mentioned Marilyn Monroe. Obviously, we saw the artwork that uh, the Andy Warhol thing that was sold by Christie's or one of those Sotheby's, one of those famous auction places. For only $195 million. But right, 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 right. I'd rather have some tomato cans. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting about the Bitcoin scenario because it seems like it's a rock-solid investment when I think of it as a house of cards, and it looks like it may be that with the way things are starting to deteriorate for those investors. My question was if it's a private company, um, how liquid is your money? Meaning, how fast can you get it back? Like if you invested in stocks, I'm pretty sure you can get it back pretty quickly. That's what I understand. But what if they get an attitude? What if they don't like your politics and they hold your money hostage? This stuff makes me nervous, Michael. I don't know what I'm talking about probably, but I worry about that. Yeah, I would worry about it too. I wouldn't invest it at this point personally. Right. I mean, it's very risky. I mean, I know that there these things like cryptocurrency are very, um, you know, in vogue right now. But NFTs are so new that, I, well, at least for my blood, uh, I'm not I'm not that risky. And I certainly, uh, I guess I'm not a financial advisor, and you should talk to your own financial advisors, of, of course. But I, I think it's so new that it's, it's pretty risky. Of course, I probably, my theory is probably uh, buy high, sell low, yeah. so you, you probably shouldn't listen to me. <laughs> well, mine is if it's too good to be true, it is. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. yeah. So, so tell us more. That obviously, some of your clients are into this or doing it, and you need to know about it and even present it as options because that's your job. Yeah, I mean, especially, I mean, most people, it's really most people don't have, let's say, a collection like uh, – Oh, maybe some people have some uh, sporting, you know, I used to trade baseball cards as a child, you know, and maybe somebody has some uh, valuable card or autograph. My sister um, 
Actually, I have an older sister uh, who, uh, when the Beatles came to Dallas uh, way back when, when the early stages Beatles, uh, my mom had known the manager of the hotel where the uh, where uh, the we used to eat at this hotel all the time, and uh, that it's no longer, by the way, a hotel in Dallas, mm-hmm. but where the Beatles stayed, right. and she got some sort of picture of the Beatles. They autographed. Uh, they all autographed that photo. Wow! And so, what would that? What would a of all four signatures of the Beatles? Is that something that you could sell an image of mm-hmm. of all four of their autographs? Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not really f- sure. It, you're really ser- ser- uh, uh, selling the authenticity. Mm-hmm. This has to be. It's it's what somebody's willing to buy. It, just like anything, what is somebody willing to purchase something for? Uh, what are they willing to purchase this image? And how do you know? You have to. It's you're getting a, a certificate of authenticity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what you're really buying. You're, you know, a lot of times you go into. With all due respect, you don't know when you go into, let's say. Uh, uh, baseball trading store or something like that. Mm-hmm. Is this really authentic? They mm-hmm. say it is, and I assume that it is, mm-hmm. but people want to take advantage of those piece of fame, sure. whether it's Tom Brady's autograph. Mm-hmm. And by the way, not only is he the co-founder of the platform, I bet you he has some of his stuff that will be sold on that. Yes, he does. I, I know that he would not be in for a profit because I know that he's only getting $37.5 million right for thing. each of 10 years for broadcasting right. after this year. Right. You know, so, so, but yeah, I mean, he's set. I right. mean, he's set. I mean, he'll use his own stuff. He'll probably get other athletes that are famous for their autographs. And you can imagine how uh, much that he might make on this in the future. Uh, so we're going to see more and more of this as time goes by. So we might as well talk about now so we could be prepared for the future. I'm sorry to date myself and look old, but when I think of the word authentic, I think something you can touch, taste, feel, yeah, yeah. see, grab, hold, hug, kick, whatever that is. And if it's a digital... I don't think it's authentic, so I yeah. get nervous about That's that. That's why it's worth less than the original. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. But, but they're going to have this uh, irrefutable ledger of your transactions, and okay. so it's all on the blockchain, as they yeah. say. And there's only one. Yeah, I, I, I guess that's—I I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure how they do that as far as—I mean, if you have a Tom Brady autograph, mm-hmm. I don't know. How do they do that? That's a good question. My uncle is an artist. I can't draw a stick man. My uncle is an unbelievable artist. And I'll just give you one example. The producers of the movie As Good As It Gets uh, with Greg Kinnear and whatever the woman's name was and Jack Nicholson. Um, They had artwork in Greg Kinnear's apartment. And they reached out to my uncle, who's an artist in Philadelphia, and they said, we'd like to put your artwork in his apartment to make it look like this is the kind of art. Really good. Um, and but that's authentic. These are called G clays. I don't know if a G clay is an actual authentic piece of art, but there's one piece that he drew, and then there's 500, 1,000 G clays that my father purchases and he gives to all of his employees, including us. And I don't think it's authentic anymore once you create those G clays. Yeah, I don't know the. It, yeah, it didn't seem like it. And I know this too that if you were going to try, let's say I had this autograph or this artwork that if I wanted to sell it to somebody else, mm-hmm. I have to get the permission of the creator. Oh, I never even heard that. Wow. Uh, on, on, and so uh, they have some all these protections uh, in play, 
again, how how much uh, uh, how much is somebody willing to pay for that? Uh, well, it's only it's like they say, what's a willing seller and a willing buyer willing to purchase for, for right. one man's trash another man's treasure? You just well, never that's know. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's very true. Um, Michael has a lot to say about these NFTs. I want to talk about the workshop because we only have about eight minutes left in the program. We've been, Michael and I, our first show in, in person in years. So we're just chatty little cats over here. But we want to talk about that workshop on June the 18th, which is Saturday at 10 o'clock. And these workshops allow you to attend them in person. And this is the second one in person in years. But the first one went off very well, and Michael's doing another one. And they're going to be every month, basically. But this next one on June the 18th, which is a Saturday, uh, is already scheduled and ready to go. And Michael, these workshops are allowed people to ask questions about NFTs or Bitcoins or anything regarding state of planning. Yeah, I've never, in fact, I've never actually, of course, we've been doing these workshops for now, like you said, for years. Uh, and I've never had a question about NFT. Okay. And so this, this is brand, this is so brand new, but it is the, the, your point is correct. We ask people what they want to know, mm-hmm. and for two hours we ask, you know, what do you want to know? We'll, we'll have a presentation, but we answer your questions. It's free without any obligation. You say, what is it that you want to know? Is it going to be something about state planning? Is it going to be something about wills or trust? Is it going to be about something about Medicaid? Mm-hmm. Um, getting somebody on long term care. Or is it be about veterans benefits or is it something on powers of attorney? I have no idea what people are going to ask. The questions vary. Every workshop is different because I never know what questions that people are going to ask. And people learn from the others that are there because uh, there's interactive. That's why we call it a workshop and not a seminar. Uh, they learn from the others. And it's really just um, we, we promise three things that we tell you that you're going to learn something uh, that the two hours will fly by and that you'll have some fun along the way. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in going to that free estate planning essentials workshop, all you have to do is call 214-720-0102. That's 214-720-0102. Or really, it's probably best to even do it online at Dallas, D-A-L-L-A-S, Elder, E-L-D-E-R, Lawyer, LA, just like lawyer.com, DallasElderLawyer.com, and you could sign up for free, and it's n- without any obligation. And by the way, you uh, we get uh, give a one-hour, what we call free vision meeting, If you go, only if you attend the workshop, because you've already learned something, and so there's going to be a bunch of people that will learn with you, and um, then we set up a free time for a, work, for a one-hour vision meeting, if you like. So you get three free hours of legal education without any obligation. We'd love to see you. Uh, if you don't do anything, that's okay. We'll part friends. We say, hey, goodbye, and nice to see you. Wish you well. And uh, otherwise, uh, if there is something that you want to do, we'll let you have that opportunity. But that's really not any obligation at all. It's just something to learn about your own plan to make sure it's the way you want under your own terms and conditions. So you protect you and your loved ones the way you want, whether you, when you pass or when you're disabled. A lot of times people forget about that. So anyway, to attend that free uh, state planning essentials work workshop, all you have to do uh, is to call that 214-720-0102 number or sign up online at DallasElderLawyer.com for that free workshop on June 18th at 10 o'clock in the morning. The beauty of these workshops is that there's no preparation. You'll watch 
ESPN, you'll watch ABC News, whatever you want to watch on TV. They get the questions in advance. The agents, the lawyers, the PRs, everybody, they all make sure that their clients, the celebrities, get the questions in advance so they know we're going to ask them. Michael gets no questions in advance. That's the beauty of these workshops. They're organic. They're one-on-one, even though there's 20 or 25 people there. You just ask Michael a question. And rarely, I don't think he's ever said, I don't know, in his life, to be really honest, although I'm kidding. If he doesn't know, which is very rare, he'll say so. But you get to ask questions and he will give you a very insightful and unique answer that you probably can't get online. So, um, Michael, two minutes left on Bitcoins. Well, you know, one thing that, uh, you know, that you alluded to or talked about, you know, every time an NFT is sold, the creator, at least in some cases, will get royalties. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the name of that um, co- um, the company, the digital artist uh, that has the, is called uh, Euler Beats Originals. That's the name of the artist. Okay. Uh, and they, uh, anyway, you get, they get 8% of the print price for each copy sold of every token. Wow. So uh, it, it, it is unique. You, um, uh, the, oh, one other thing. I think it's real important to know the way it's taxed. So collectibles are taxed differently. You know, it's like if something has gone up, you know, you think of capital gains sure. tax, and the maximum capital gains tax rate generally is 20%, depending upon your income tax bracket. But when you have art and cards and rare, oid, uh, rare items, they're considered alternative investments. It's taxed at twenty eight percent rate, oh so it's taxed at a higher rate. So now you not only, with all due respect, I'm not telling you to not invest, but now you, if you're going to speculate, just realize that uh, not only you're speculating, but also you're going to be taxed at a higher rate. Right, so round off about a third of what you pocket will go to the government next year. Yeah, yeah, no, and you remember too, they were even talking um, previously, although it didn't happen last uh, year. Uh, about changing the things with the capital gains tax rate and you know increasing the rates because right. uh, it was low uh, and also you know maybe uh, uh, eliminating the step up in basis that did not happen mm-hmm. of course uh, and so uh, even even as high as that may sound today it could be worse in the future <laughs> exactly it could be worse in the future but this program and these workshops are about your future so we want you to attend those uh we're out of time today michael but we're grateful for the education we only scratched the surface i think the whole universe has only scratched the surface regarding these nfts and bitcoins but to learn more attend michael's next workshop which again is in person on saturday june the 18th at 10 a.m dial 214-720-0102 214-720-0102 or go to Dallas Elder, E-L-D-E-R, lawyer.com. Our Dallas Elder Lawyer, Michael Cohen. We thank you, sir. Thank you, Don. The record shows I took the blows and did it my way. A leading estate planner practicing law for decades in Dallas, Texas, Michael Cohen is ready to educate you about the Texas and federal laws. The next step to that end is to attend his next workshop by going to his website, which is DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com and sign up for that free estate planning essentials workshop. Or you can also call him by dialing 214-720-0102. 
That's 214-720-0102. A talk show host on KAAM for eight years now, Michael Cohen is the person you want to evaluate what could currently be a rather insufficient estate plan. Make certain that is not the case and that it is created and completed your way by signing up for his next free workshop today. 214-720-0102.